Good evening and welcome to Courts Today by Live Law. This is your host Urvashi Chahan bringing you the latest updates on the legal front. This is your go-to source for all things legal. Let us start. In a pivotal judgment delivered today, a seven-judge bench of the Supreme Court has asserted that arbitration clauses in unstamped or inadequately stamped agreements are now enforceable. This ruling overturns a previous five-judge bench decision from April this year in NN Global Mercantile Private Limited versus Indo-Unique Flame Limited, and which had by three is to two majority held that unstamped arbitration agreements are not enforceable. The bench comprising CJI Chandrachud, Justices Sanjay Kishan Kaul, Sanjeev Khanna, B.R. Gawai, Surya Kant, J.B. Pardewala and Manoj Mishra had heard the matter. The petitioners had relied on the doctrine of separability to argue that even if an agreement was null and void, the arbitration agreement with it would still survive as it was separate. The respondents had questioned the Supreme Court five-judge bench's decision of referring the matter to a seven-judge bench in its curative jurisdiction. It was asserted that the court's curative jurisdiction could only be exercised with regards to injustice doctrine in an individual cause. Today's judgment settles the debate on the validity of unstamped arbitration agreements. The court has opined that insufficiency of stamping does not make the agreement void or unenforceable, but makes it inadmissible in evidence. However, that is a curable defect as per the Indian Stamp Act. CJI Chandrachud in his judgment pointed out that one of the objectives of Arbitration and Conciliation Act is to minimize the supervisory role of courts in arbitration contracts. Justice Sanjeev Khanna also wrote a concurring opinion stating that unstamped agreements are not rendered void or void ab initio. Another constitution bench today heard and reserved its judgment in the reference against the 2018 judgment in Asian resurfacing of road agency private limited director versus CBI. As per this judgment, trial courts can automatically resume trials in criminal and criminal cases after six months from the stay orders passed by the higher courts except the Supreme Court without any further notice to the parties if there is no extension order. Senior advocates Rakesh Duvedi, Vijay Hansaria and advocate Amit Pai argued against the decision in Asian resurfacing, contending that such a mechanism could interfere with the constitutional structure and may be seen as judicial legislation. That the directive fails to strike a reasonable balance between the need for a speedy trial and the termination of vexatious trials. Solicitor General Tushar Mehta highlighted instances where contempt cases were filed against judges for not resuming trials on the strength of Asian resurfacing, particularly in states like Punjab and Haryana. The bench comprising CGI Chandrachud, Justices Abhay S. Oak, J.B. Pardewala, Pankaj Mithal and Manoj Mishra heard the matter. During the hearing, the CGI underscored two problems arising from the automatic vacation of stay orders. First, that it can adversely impact litigants irrespective of their conduct and second, that the act of vacating a stay was not administrative but judicial, requiring a thoughtful application of mind. However, in an automatic vacation directive, there could be no corresponding application of mind. The judgment in the matter has been reserved. Stay tuned for the verdict. 
Trinamool Congress leader Mahua Moitra has sought urgent listing of the petition filed by her in the Supreme Court challenging her expulsion from the Lok Sabha. Last week, as you know, Lok Sabha had expelled her after adopting a report of the Ethics Committee over cash for query complaint. Senior Advocate Dr. Abhishek Manu Singhvi mentioned Moitra's petition before the CGI seeking a listing either tomorrow or Friday. It may be noted that the Supreme Court is closing for winter vacations from 15th December. Earlier in the day, Singhvi first mentioned the matter before Justice Sanjay Kishan called the second senior judge of the Supreme Court as the CGI was then hearing a constitution bench matter. However, Justice Call refused to entertain the request and asked Singhvi to approach the CGI. CGI Chandrachud asked Singhvi to send an email request and agreed to look into the listing. In another update, a bench comprising CGI Chandrachud, Justice J.B. Pardewala and Justice Manoj Mishra was hearing a writ petition filed by the state of Tamil Nadu against the governor's delay in granting assent to the bills passed by the Legislative Assembly. The Supreme Court today urged the Chief Minister and the Governor of Tamil Nadu to have an open dialogue to resolve the deadlock over passing of the bills. Senior Advocate Dr. Abhishek Manu Singhvi appearing for the state suggested that the matter be adjourned till January since a detailed hearing is necessary on the constitutional question of whether the governor can refer bills to the president after they have been repassed by the legislature. On the previous occasion, the court had orally remarked that the governor cannot refer the bills to the president after withholding assent over them. Even while agreeing to adjourn the hearing, CGI emphasized the importance of communication between the chief minister and the governor to find a resolution, but clarified that the court would still continue to deal with the constitutional issue. The matter will now be taken up in January 2024. Stay tuned with us. The state of Kerala has filed an original suit in the Supreme Court against Union of India for imposing limits on the state's borrowing capacity. The state government has said that the centre has lowered the borrowing limit of the state, which can potentially lead to a grave financial crisis in the state. The union's interference by imposition of a borrowing ceiling violates the principles of fiscal federalism. The original suit has been filed under Article 131 of the Constitution, which gives the Apex Court the original jurisdiction to settle disputes between a state government and the union government in the country. The Kerala government has argued that it has the exclusive power to regulate its finances through preparation and management of its budget and borrowings. The state has specifically challenged the letters issued in March and August this year by the Ministry of Finance and the amendments made to Section 4 of the Fiscal Responsibility and Budget Management Act. The suit filed by state says that a sum of around 26,000 crores is urgently required for the state to avert the impending financial crisis. However, the union is interfering with the finances of the state by imposing a net borrowing ceiling on the state and by further reducing the net borrowing ceiling. The state has informed the court that due to this financial restraint, it is not able to fulfill the commitments in its annual budgets. And this has resulted in huge areas in welfare schemes. The Supreme Court today recorded Delhi government's submission that they have made budgetary provisions for the regional rapid transit system project and are waiting for approval from the central government. 
A bench of justices Sanjay Kishan Kaul and Sudhan Shudholia was hearing a batch of pleas raising concerns over the deteriorating air quality in the Delhi National Capital Region. The RRTS project aims to empower the public through access and aims for balanced and sustainable economic development of the region. It will help in minimizing issues of energy consumption and will have an impact on reducing pollution. The court has granted seven days time to the Delhi government to transmit the amount. Additionally, the court strictly directed the Delhi government to abide by the schedule concerning the allocation of funds for this project. And now let me tell you a Kerala court has granted 10 lakhs compensation to a renowned psychologist against whom certain defamatory statements had been made by an assistant professor of St. Joseph's College. The plaintiff works as a licensed rehabilitation psychologist. The defendant, who also works in the field of psychology, alleged that the plaintiff was a fraud and fake psychologist and that his qualifying certificates were also fake. He published a Facebook post also to that effect, which gained wide publicity. The plaintiff claimed that due to the publication, his reputation amongst the public was lowered and that the same also affected his financial condition. The defendant, however, relied upon the defense of justification by truth. He said that he had posted the facts realized by him in social media in good faith and with bona fide intention. On perusal of the evidence adduced by the defendant, the court concluded that the defendant failed to prove what had been posted on Facebook about the educational and professional qualification of the plaintiff was true or that he had published it with bona fide intention. Therefore, the additional sub-judge Trisur passed the order directing the defendant to pay a compensation of 10 lakh rupees to the plaintiff along with interest and cost of litigation. In the next update, a Supreme Court bench led by Justice J.K. Maheshwari and Justice K.V. Vishwanathan has directed the National Legal Services Authority to formulate a comprehensive scheme for the implementation of amended Motor Vehicles Act and the Central Motor Vehicles Rules. Last year, the court had passed a slew of directions with regard to motor accident compensation. Dissatisfied with the lack of compliance reports from states and union territories, the court had appointed senior advocate J.R. Mida as amicus curiae last year. The court, in its pursuit of accountability, has now instructed NALSA to craft a scheme in consultation with various stakeholders with an affidavit expected from NALSA's secretary. The matter will now resume on 5th January for further deliberation. In a stern response to the recent tragic incident in Nadiad, where 30 cows lost their lives, the Gujarat High Court has strongly condemned the sacrifice of innocent animals for public convenience. The division bench of justices Ashutosh Shastri and Hemant Prachak expressed deep concern over disturbing images of cow carcasses dumped in an open land owned by the Nadiad Municipal Corporation. During the hearing of the contempt of court plea filed by a resident over a PIL addressing the issue of stray cattle menace in the state, the court emphasized that no innocent animal should suffer for public comfort. The district collector has been ordered to conduct a thorough investigation presenting details of cattle pounds, amenities provided and conditions of the animals in the next hearing. Advocate General Kamal Trivedi assured swift action, noting that such acts are carried out by 
miscredence and authorities will identify those responsible. And lastly, the Kerala High Court has dismissed a PIL challenging the order to shoot a tiger involved in a fatal attack on a farmer in Vayanad. On 9th December, the partially eaten body of the deceased was found 500 meters away from the forest stench and the chief wildlife warden ordered to shoot the tiger in case it could not be captured and tranquilized. A PIL was filed challenging this order. The division bench led by Chief Justice A.J. Desai and Justice V.G. Arun deemed the order by the Principal Chief Conservator of Forests and the Chief Wildlife Warden as well-reasoned. The court imposed a cost of 25,000 rupees on the petitioner, Animal and Nature Ethics Community, expressing suspicions about the motives behind the PIL. The court emphasized that the impugned order followed a thorough examination of communications and expert committee reports, leading to the dismissal of the plea with costs to be deposited with legal aid within two weeks. Thank you for watching. If you wish to know more details about the cases I mentioned here, you can visit our website at www.livelaw.in. Stay ahead with quick legal updates only on Live Law. Do not forget to like, share and subscribe and support us. You can also support us by donating through the thanks button at the bottom of our videos or consider becoming a member at just 89 rupees per month.